You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm on qualified opinion and unwavering bias. Monday, the 10th of January, Eddie. 10th of January, 2022. Eddie and Avoca. Tom still in Bellevue Hill. Eddie horizontal with fucking margarita in hand. Tom horizontal with Panadols in hand. Nurofen in hand. Daddy got COVID. It was always going to get you first, mate. I think we knew that. I was I was wondering whether we... I've also been locked out of Facebook for like fucking the entirety of the new year. So I haven't seen anything on P's and D's, but I was going to like... I almost wanted to put up a market at the start of the year of like who gets COVID first, Tom, Eddie or D or Dave. Doesn't matter now. I got it. Well, it doesn't matter. And like, I think maybe that that's just like a sweet idea in sort of in essence, mm. more than sort of practice, because you would have been a dollar favorite. There wouldn't have been a market. Which would have been I, Tom a dollar. Yeah, that's it. I forget that I'm like quick to fall with these sort of things. I sort of think like when, Do, I'm, when I'm thinking of that idea, I'm like, well, it could be anyone. Eddie's ripping and tearing in Byron. But no, just me being fucking at home basically is how I got it. Well, I also probably got it at the cricket. but Where do you think you got it? At the cricket? I don't know, dude. Like the cricket was, you know, fuck loads of people just all ripping and tearing. Some wearing masks, some not. It's like, but also the masks aren't doing shit in that scenario. Like a mask, nah. I imagine, might, if it's like you've got a mask on, I've got a mask on, one of us has COVID, maybe it'll stop. But there's like just a room jam-packed full of people screaming, laughing, and yahooing. You know, like how in like Indian city, not just Indian cities, but you see those like heavily densely populated cities where there's like a layer of smog that just sits atop it. I yep. imagine SCG members was just like, there was just a, la- a COVID cloud in the room if you were able to see it. And if you're in there and you hadn't already had COVID, you've fucking basically gotten it. One of the chat groups I, I'm in, which is like our Ashes get-together, they're just all slowly dropping. I tell you what, Tom, it doesn't help that you've got uh, a belly full of liquor, Australia's out there ripping and tearing, doing the damn thing, and you're having, you know, a belly full of laughs and then maybe a few kisses, maybe a few hugs, maybe a few ass slaps, you know what I mean? Because it's still January. Mm. Don't forget that. And when you're feeling good, you like to make your, your mate feel good. Exactly. Everyone's screaming. There's a photo of friend of the show. I won't say his name. I don't know. I think some people still like see, even though majority of people fucking almost have COVID now, it still almost seems a bit like, ugh. But one of my mates who was with us at the cricket on Wednesday, well, so I was there Wednesday. I, I got diagnosed. I, I, te- I pissed hot on Friday. But... He, he, there's a photo of him like licking my face or kissing my face or some shit. And it's like, <laughs> we're just all wondering whether that's the moment he got it. Whether or the actually... moment he gave it to you. Well, true, but he only just got it. He only pissed hot yesterday. But I guess that doesn't really matter necessarily. Mate, I don't really think anyone like truly knows how this thing works. You know what I mean? Like... How it truly works. Yeah, maybe he gave it to me and he was just asymptomatic for a few days. I like, like that. We've got ma- like mates of ours, fucking, he was, you know, a mate of ours was sharing jewels and, you know, kisses and hugs and beers and shit with heaps of people that had it and never got it and then got it and then got rid of it in three days. Dude, and was you know pounding, I mean? pounding fucking stair runs and hills the whole time. Didn't stop. Yeah, yeah. And his missus had it. She was crook as fuck. Yeah, yeah. He's cut from a different cloth, Tom. No, he is. 
And I think that's what COVID showing us that some of us cut from a different cloth. Yeah, I'm I'm cut from the cloth that everyone expected, which was you're getting it. Yeah, he's getting it. <laughs> and not only is he getting it, but he's going to be a little bit sick. Yeah, but dude, I really wasn't like, and I'm still like, this is the best I've felt today. Well, give us a play by play. So start, dude. I tell you what. And I don't know if it's because I'm overanalyzing it because it's COVID and it's like, you know, it's like the hot virus in town. So am I, am I sort of giving, am I paying way more attention to the minutiae and idiosyncrasies of this virus because it's the hot, hot shit? Like it's the one that everyone's talking about. It's, the it's new in vogue, the, Tom. It's in vogue. It's a new kid on the block. I don't know. But if I'm reading the signs and paying attention, I do feel like it does. It, it is, it's unlike anything I've ever had. So it's been a bit of an experience in that sense. Started off with sneezes, which for me, that's spring, baby. I'm sneezing three months out of the year. So I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, fuck, got hay fever, blasting um, my sort of steroid spray up the nose. What was your SPM, sneezes per minute? Oh, uh, look... SPMs when the sneezes were on. Yes, when you're active. When you're actively sneezing was probably around seven. Seven to ten if it was a bad one, but okay. I'd say it was about seven. And they were big. They weren't little ones. They were ones that you had to fucking put your whole body into. But that's, that's mm. hay fever. That's the life I live. So I started with that and runny nose. Once the nose started running, I was like, okay. Now, you do get a runny nose with hay fever, but this was like, okay. This is just like a, a tap. Run. It was a tap. Mm. We then, that was Thursday. <coughs> and then I woke up Friday. Well, so that was Thursday. Evie also sick Thursday. So once she was like, she had, she was sick earlier in the week, but it wasn't like COVID sick. So we just sort of thought, oh, she's just a little bit, you know, daycare, fucking whatever. But then Thursday, she was temperatures. And it was like, oh, okay. So then we tested Evie Thursday. And usually with those PCRs, it's like, oi, or the rats, sorry, whatever the fuck they are. It's like, wait 15 minutes and it'll let you know. We literally did hers and it just went bang, positive. We were like, okay. A lot of strong antibodies in this one. Mm. Well, not antibodies, whatever it is. Strong fucking viral load. So anyway, it went from that. Woke, I woke up Friday morning though. Going, okay, no, this, like, Steph and I were both like, we've definitely got it here. Like, we both slept shit. Headaches, headaches Ooh. like a motherfucker. Sore throat? Not yet. Not, not yet. So it just started off as sneezes, runny nose, headache. And it's just like this band around the front of your head. And you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Again, not floor you though, not floor your stuff. Just like you'd need to take a break and just sort of jam your fingers into your head for sort of like maybe a few minutes. And then you're like, okay, I've released some pressure. I'm back to living my life, back to moving. Then it's when you start getting the like, Oh, I'm feeling like weak muscles aching, that sort of shit. All the telltale signs of like you like a flu, but you're getting like all these symptoms at different times and they come and they go and they come and they go and they come and they go. So we pissed off Friday Friday night was bad. That was like shit sleep, sweaty. Oh, night sweats. Yeah, dude, night sweats, like night sweats. But again, though, Eddie, in terms of how bad I felt, it was never that bad. It was more like, it was like inconvenient. 
Did you watch the Inspired Unemployed when they got it? Did you watch their stories? Yeah, yeah. Nothing like that? Maybe. Honestly, if I was around all my mates and didn't have to be locked down with fucking children, it probably would have been that fun. Like they would have quite and, sick. And, and, like, yeah, but like, did you see their beds and shit? Yeah, like no, drenched no, in sweat. No, 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 no. It wasn't that bad. Like maybe it was if I looked for it, but I don't know. I, to be honest, man, the hardest thing about the last fucking, what are we, Monday happened Friday, but essentially Thursday. The hardest part has been locked down with two babies. Like <laughs> Steph and I are like, this is fucking, this is torture. Love them to death. But like, I swear to God, one day, Evie, Evie watched Bluey. Shout out to Bluey. Phenomenal show. And other assorted TV shows from like 7.30 in the morning until the end of the day. And I was like, this, is, this isn't ideal parenting, but it was essential parenting. It was like, I have no energy or strength to do anything. And when Bluey's not on, she's like, chase me. It's crazy, dude. Kids don't even fucking... Kids are sick and they don't actually stop going. They're just sick. Like, she has a temperature still running around the house like a Mate, fucking kids, psycho. Mate, kids have got the greatest engines on planet Earth. Now, the, I don't know if scientists, like, you know, that Ferrari guy that was, like, doping up Lance Armstrong and mm. shit has looked into the engines of children and how to sort of tap into that, but they don't quit. Well, I mean... They're not I, quitting them. People think fucking Nathan Hindmarsh had a good engine. No. Have a look at Evie Rose Birmingham. Thank you very much. She could go fucking. She could go. She could fucking, go from dusk till dawn. Man, she could go eighty minutes on her ear. She doesn't give a shit. Origin football too in the middle yeah. doing the dirty oh, stuff. Fucking oath. Absolutely. None of the bloody glory seeking shit out on the edges. Tough no. stuff. Tough carries. Tough carries. Tough tackles. Yeah. Big plays through the middle. Um, all guts. All guts. Not me though. Not me. Not me, not, not Steph. Well, you are all guts, but not the I'm same. I'm all guts, but not, not, not effort. So anyway, like today I've woken up. Today I feel the best I've felt. The sore throat started to kick in. That's the thing, right? Like one thing goes and then another thing comes in. So like the fucking, the, the body weakness goes, mm. but then, oh, a bit of a sore throat. And you're like, oh, okay. And then the sore throat might die down. And then now it's like, I'm feeling pretty much good, but my throat's sore as fuck. But I'm like, well, all right. It's just a weird still, one, dude. You still look good, bro. Yeah, I don't feel like the looks have deserted me, which is nice. They haven't. They haven't. Look, if it was a virus where your looks deserted you, different kettle of fish. Yeah, now I've got big problems. Now we've big, got big serious problems. Now we need to shut down the world. Yeah, yeah, that's you know when you mean? shut the world down. You don't shut when the looks world start down to desert this. the people. Yeah. Oh, you'd see action then. Oh, yeah. you'd see action. Not from the uglies. The uglies would be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> it'd split the people right down the middle. Yeah, much like vaxxers and anti-vaxxers, it'd be the ugly the and, the, and the and the, and the, the hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> the uglies wouldn't give a shit. They'd be like, "Well, fuck you." <laughs> yeah, come down to our level, bruh. No, Walk a no, day in like, our shoes. Yeah, no, we'd need to. There'd be a. There'd be like a, a hot island where we'd all just have to go. <laughs> hot island, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get tested on the way, and if yeah. you still got your looks, you're in. Well, dude, Otherwise, that'd be tough, wouldn't it? Rocking up to hot island, you know. Imagine rocking up thinking you were in. They're like, no, oh, no, dude. It's like in I'm. Is it I'm Legend when they're trying to get onto the ferry to leave New York and they're scanning them on the way through? It's like, ooh, bro, I don't know. You came here hot and, you've, and you're losing your looks. And yeah, you're losing. Or you were never hot and you just didn't realize. <laughs> and you rolled the dice you rolled and you're you not as hot you as you thought you were. You thought you were. Because your friends are telling you you're an eight your whole life just to trying to pump you up. And then you've you got get high there. on your own supply. Or you you're, small- go, eh, you're actually a three, bro. You're not coming in. You might be a small town 10. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, but now you welcome to the pros, bro. 
Welcome to the pros. There's no time for that bush league shit here. This is hot island, mate. Yeah, you bring it. <laughs> if you're a small town ten, that doesn't. You gotta fucking know that you know <laughs> this ain't the way it goes, brother. Sorry. Like, sure, you can have a like Miranda Kerr's a small town ten, but she's also like she was like a she's a global ten. She's a global ten. Well, she, I mean, she breaks the fucking scale in small town Gunnedah, wherever she's from. I think it was Gunnedah. Thank you. I couldn't remember the name, but she's. I a think sm- they had to re- they had to rewrite the the, the record books out there. Well, the she had to get the fuck out of Gunnedah quick. Small town tens. Yeah. She, is she is she the the queen of the small town tens? Given that she went on to higher accolades. Look, Eddie. I think that like I think that sort of like showbiz in Hollywood is probably littered with small town tens. That are fucking done good, but they're like, they are the anomaly because even though there's a there's a lot of them in Hollywood, say, it's like that's a small portion of the, you know, seven or eight billion people that populate this great world of ours, this planet Earth. That's right. This place we call home. Yes. Uh, that's right. But the amount of small town tens who are big city sixes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, is beyond count. It's beyond, beyond count. It's beyond fucking count. So like, you might be the hottest shit in your town, but you get to the big city, you're you're a fucking yeah. you're a flat six at best. You're a flat six at best. And I will give you the hot tip: if you want to get onto Hollow Island, what are you going to be a nine min? I think I think you could probably be an eight. I reckon an eight. You reckon they're letting eights on? That swells the size. How big's the island? Well, time. that's also a good. point. Now you've got logistical issues. Yes, I mean, but I think an eight. But an eight can. Eights can be can like can go up. Can become nines. I don't know, dude. I just I feel like I feel like eights are still pretty hot. But oh, again, eights are hot. Eights are hot. We don't make we don't make hot island <laughs> if the cutoff's nine, Eddie. <laughs> we don't pro- we don't make it if it's eight. <laughs> <laughs> We're not on hot island. We're not right? on island, dude. Um. Other than that, though, dude, not too bad. How are you now? You have moved from one holiday destination to the next. Yeah, from one to another, Tom. Just from left Byron last night, or yesterday, rather. Big trip down south, but an easy trip. Shout out to the New South Wales government uh, and those in charge of state infrastructure, Tom, Mm -hmm. for knocking up one of the great freeways all time. You can go from Tweed Heads all the way down to Sydney. It's an absolute fucking ripper. Like you meander through Coffs Harbour, which slows you down a pinch. You sort of meander through the outskirts of Newcastle, which slows you down a piss. But but by and large, Tom, one of the great freeways all time. Mm. It's smooth as a baby's bottom. There's no quid in it. You can do 110 most of the way. So you just cruise control that bitch, podcast up, and just... Pound it out. Pound and that's what out. we did yesterday. Tonka was fucking over it, but that's all right. How'd the lower back hold up? Absolutely fine, mate. I'm fighting fit. I'm at I'm at fighting weight right now. Right. Um I could fight tomorrow. Yeah, okay. I'm feeling I'm, I'm feeling great. Well, that's what happens when you fucking drink margaritas in a bath, Tom. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. healing. Yeah. There's healing properties. I'd uh, hope I'd hope to was lovely. that you are as relaxed as it gets. I hope you're relaxed. Well, Tom, I I'll tell you what, when we first got to Byron, there was a bit of partying done. Mm. Um, and then Jarch and Steph came up and met us. Jarch, who had been in, in isolation because of COVID, wanted to rip and tear as well. So there was a little bit of partying there. The last couple of days were very nice, very R&R, very chilled, very relaxed. 
knowing around just me and Elsa. So I could put the feet up. I intend to put the feet up some more on this family holiday in Avoca. So I will come back completely refreshed and ready to rip and tear for the punter and the dribbler all year long. Well, that's that I promise you. Well, not all year long until November when I have a wedding. But up until that point, you're going to get full rip and tear out of me. Full yeah. rip and tear. Yeah. That's pretty good. I think that's, mate. If they're going to complain about that, you can all get fucked because that's generous. Yeah, that is. That's more than that's more than enough. Like not even more than enough. That's just more than they deserve. <laughs> more than they deserve. More than they deserve. Far more than they deserve. Yeah. yeah. But that's all right, Tom. We're no stranger to hard work, mate. Fuck. But that. I am feeling awfully relaxed. Um, I feel like I'm on behalf of the podcast doing the relaxing, mm. so that Someone's when gone. I come back and I'm relaxed, you'll be more relaxed. That's my hope for us. Right. So you're hoping that maybe like your viral load of relaxation yes. gets passed contagious. to me. It's yeah. contagious. And then I can maybe, dude, maybe. I'll tell you what would be nice if you could like find a fucking babysitter who doesn't mind. Not even a babysitter, but just like, you know, over there. If your viral load of relaxation can just maybe get someone who like looks after my kids from like eight in the morning till four in the other every day of the week. Yeah. I can. Well, you're thinking, well, you, you, you're wanting to get a, an au pair, Tom. Well, I can't afford an au pair either. There's certainly that, but I'm just saying. You see an au pair in your future. No, nah, look, not really, to be honest, because it's kind of, again, can't afford one. But even if I could, I don't think I'd want one but why wouldn't i want one if i'm could you could you well is the grandma an au pair are they sort of yeah i kind of think you want to be able to well they are the nanas are au pairs of sorts they're au pairs that we don't pay which has got a nice a nice ring to it free au pairs Uh, the unpaid au pair (laughs) yeah the unpaid au pair they don't do five days seven days a week though that's the problem if we can work that if we can work something there then maybe we're into it but anyway um, and when are you back? You back next? Are you back Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Right. Got a wedding in Melbourne. Shout out to Ed Meyer on Sunday. Then I'm going to the Australian Open with many friends of the show, and then I'm back Tuesday. Look morning. at you, fucking! Yep. What a putting the finishing touches on one of the great tours of all time. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It needed a cherry, Tom. <laughs> it needed a cherry. And a cherry it will get. Uh, hopefully, watching? there's plenty. Of, well, there will be plenty of Aussies on in action there. Day one, we've got the ground passes. So I'll be down there ripping and tearing. Pray that it's not too hot. Pray that we get some good tennis. So if you get a ground pass, pray that, that Bernard Tomic gets a wild card and I see him on some backcourt day one because yeah. I'd lose it if he was. Shout out to everyone who sent us a wild card for Bernard Pass. Uh, things to put up. Got him. Fully intended to post him. Got hit with COVID. Stopped caring about anything. So that's fine. Maybe I'll post them. Maybe I won't get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dude. So there's not a whole lot more from my life to report. I do want to give a thick ropes County uh, cricket update of which I've only played one game this year and I got 10 and it's fucking eaten away at me because obviously, you know, I need to give more to the team, but I expect more from myself. So, yesterday they played, and the night before, a friend of the show, uh, an esteemed member of the Thick Ropes County 11 party, Artie, 
He's one of our quicks that we really depend on. Party Artie was like, Oi, boys, because he wasn't playing. He was like, Oi, if anyone can't play, let me know. I'm, I'm keen to play tomorrow. So, like, if anyone, if there's any last-minute bailouts, I'm here for you. As it turned out, someone was like, dude, actually, I can't play tomorrow. I got my fucking dates mixed up. Can you play? He's like, bang, I'm in. So, like, fuck yeah, Party Artie's playing. Again, one of our quicks of note. Then, this was yes. This was yesterday. Yeah. So that he was. It was Saturday night, and then yesterday he was meant to be playing. So the boys all got down there, and they're like, "Fucking anyone seen? Anyone heard from Party Artie? He's not here." Everyone's trying to find out where he is. Then Sebo, of you know, I mean, you you know, you thought you were Mister Bath. Sebo is Mister Bath. Sebo was like, "Oh, I was actually just going to come down and watch. Uh, I'll fucking I'll come fill in if you want." So we were batting first. Got absolutely rolled. Like, the guys were just... Like, everyone was getting out. And basically, Sebo wasn't there yet. So the way it works, right? If you, you can have one batter left just fucking hitting the ball, playing for your life. You all right? Sorry, go. So Sebo's had to, like, hoon in from his house. Yep. We're all out at this point. And the ref's gone, I'll give you five minutes to get this batter here. Otherwise, I'm just calling you all out. And, the, and we were and we were on 69 runs at this point. Yeah. So not many. No, no, fuck all. So Sebo, it's like the most triumphant fucking thing. Sebo's like, fuck it. Harvey's filmed it. And Sebo's like pulling into the cricket ground. And they're all clapping him and shit. He just literally pulls up the handbrake, leaves his car in the middle of the road because there's so little time. <laughs> Street just jumps in the car to go park it. And then Sebo just runs out onto the field to get out there and go and gloriously go out there and bat for the thick rope county 11 to like save the day. It was fucking... Yeah, yeah. So put some runs on the board. Needed to. Needed to rest- restore some pride for the side. And he got run out for a duck. <laughs> He faced the ball. <laughs> well, he faced the ball. He faced his first ball. He faced the ball and he got run out. And got run out for a duck. <laughs> and and then we didn't hear anything else from the boys. Like, so they were giving us updates of like the batting and shit. They're like, fuck, where's Sebo? Where's Sebo? And then he gets yeah. there. He's run out for a duck. They don't tell us. You can follow along online. And we're like, oh, fuck, Sebo's out for a duck. And then literally like 20 minutes later... It was a message that popped up from, I think it was my brother to another one of the boys in the team. Like, and it was just like, oi, bring a couple of extra glasses. So like they were just already back at the pub. Like the guys chased their runs in like fucking 15 minutes. <laughs> there was like this excitement while the game was still going and like, Seb, get down there. Come on. We've still a chance. No, no, no. 15 minutes later. 15 minutes later, they're literally at the pub. Seb has been run out for a duck and they've chased down their 69 runs. Didn't add. So they were still all out for 69. They just wasted everyone's time waiting for Seb to hoon in from fucking random. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was bold first ball, but getting run out's actually better. <laughs> it's actually worse because he didn't need to run. You've, you can only run Well, it's two. better for me, but it's worse generally. Yes, exactly. That is fucking hilarious. So great start to the year. Yeah, is that what great I'm start to 2022 for Thick Ropes. Um, Love that. I don't know when the Slippery Bucks are back on deck. It's either this It's either this when... Uh, wait, Thursday or next Thursday? Might be next Thursday. Are you fully yeah. like, we should probably genuinely speaking be factoring in the fact that you will come back from this wedding at the very least with COVID? 
Maybe. 100%. Maybe, maybe not. Look, I know you're a tank water operator, but I'll bet my dick on it. Metaphorically speaking. Do you know what, Tom? Maybe, but maybe not. Yeah. But I kind of hope that you do, to be honest, because I think it's Why? best. Because we want to get it out of the way, dude. You're not, not going to get it. And the longer it goes on, this is still, if it's in January, we all acknowledge that January, not really. It's January still 2021, kind of. So, well, I tell you what. Well, I tell you what. If I'm going to a wedding into the Australian Open, you would assume that you're probably going to get it. Chances are good. Yeah, don't test yourself till you get back because I don't want you fucking having to like, oh, you can't fly. Or do you need to prove like you don't need to do a you don't need to prove your why? Why would I do that and strand myself in Melbourne? Yeah, that'd be a silly decision. Anyway, mate, the government the government's made it very clear, as far as I'm concerned, there is wiggle room. Because you can't get tests. Testing at PCR, like who's going to wait 10 hours? You'd have to have fucking rocks in your head. And then you got to wait five days anyway. What I don't understand is... So they're basically saying go a vibe. Yeah, but they're also going, oh, yeah, just also like um, like let us know if you got it. Like, or, you know, like, or I'll just get it. I'll recover and then I'll bounce. Like, and then I'll get it. Mate, how many people wouldn't report it? Like the numbers is like, what, 48,000 or something the other day. It would be more like... 150 seriously i reckon i like i know so many people who haven't reported it and mainly like i don't even think you can in new south wales yet maybe you can in victoria but it's like i cannot why like can you be fucked did you see i don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or not again i've been horizontal so i'm not retaining a heap of information no did you see the line in uh castle hill maybe it was castle hill that was like four kilometers long no. i'm like what the fuck is wrong with people why would you go what is wrong what is wrong with you why would you ever put yourself through that to so, what end i think some maybe some people have to like for like but you're gonna but you get your results five days later and well, some people like my sister even never even got her results like <laughs> really yeah, That's heaps crazy. of people just never even send them. Like my I don't know. mother-in-law did it. What? What? Are you, but what are you proving? Oh, like oh, yeah. I got me PCR test seven days ago. Like yeah, exactly. I'd be like, well, that doesn't mean anything. Especially if it says negative, it means nothing. But like that means if okay, well, if if you if past you was relevant now, sure. Do you know what Steph's uh, mum was telling me? So she, when she was in the line, and I think she had to do it for I don't know why she did it because she did get a positive rat test as well but she also works in childcare, so i don't know it's something to do with that but mm. th- she was in the line like these huge lines and there are motherfuckers who drive up and cut the line like there are people who drive up and see a gap and what just, to the very end bro, or like gaps when people are driving when people are driving and they just cut in and they're like no nah, fucking too bad or they don't do anything like I know that we make like sort of jokes about me fighting an Ibis. And if some motherfucker did that, and because like you got to get in these lines at like 4 a.m. sometimes and you still got a few hours wait. If some piece of shit did that to me, I reckon I'd get out and like break their fucking side mirrors off. And I don't reckon you'd get in that much trouble. I reckon people would be like, that's, that's a reasonable response to that behavior. Like that is the scummiest fucking thing in the world. Who do you reckon's doing that? Pieces like, of shit. I mean, in terms of it's it's a ballsy, ballsy operation. It is. I, I don't care who you are. Even if you're a psychopath, there is a level of like devil may care about it. Sociopaths. Sociopaths. 
like, are you, have you got to be a big boy? What, as in, like, I'll fight you if you... Well, I mean, in terms of, like, how do you know that the person you're cutting off isn't also a motherfucker? You remember that ep- that episode in Entourage where Johnny Drama gets out and just, like, blasts the fuck out of that car with a golf club? Yes. Obviously, you wouldn't do that, but that would be the urge. I'd consider doing that. And he like points at him like mirror. this. He's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's fucking... Boom! Johnny. Don't you and reckon... And I think... And then I think from, if a memory serves me, Tom, I think he does get the, uh, like the TV movie or whatever it was. I think he gets the part. Yeah, he does. Is it with, Johnny and think, I think it was with Brooks. Is it Brooks Shields? Oh uh, yeah. And then yeah, he gets, yeah. and then he gets a hard on during the, 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 the brother sister scene. And he asks to kiss her and she's like, that's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets a hard on and I then he gets fired. Great stuff. Like, you're related. Um, but don't you reckon that would be reasonable? Like, I know, I think you're maybe more of a calm person than I am. I'm also by no means a hothead, but like, don't you think that would be a reasonable response to someone cutting in? Like, you've been waiting in those fucking lines for four hours at best. And then all, some what makes it worse is you've been waiting in. in these lines for no reason. But what about, like, you need to piss? You can't get out. You just got to sit there and piss yourself in your car? Well, you've got it. Well, you've got to go with someone. I mean, yeah. unless you're taking like a, a like a, a bedpan or something, Tom. Tell you what, there's do you many need, different do you ways need a, to do you make need a, 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 a bedpan sales going through the roof. I'd Surely. say they would have. They're not handing them out for free. If you can't get, I tell you what, I tell you what, if Big Bedpan wants to make some more money, they should get down there into those lines and walk along and go. Who needs a bedpan? Obviously, use it in your car. Yeah, but like, and then just tip it out the how's window. How's fifty bucks sound? I mean, if you're desperate. When you're desperate, Tom, you're desperate. It's as I, simple as that. If you're sitting in a line for five hours getting pieces of shit cutting in on you and you need to wee and you don't have anyone with you, someone comes in to like you know, hocking bedpans, there's almost no limit to the amount of money. You'll clear out my account. Look, I mean, especially if it's number two, Tom, Oof. and you've had a couple of coffees because you, you've been up since 4 a.m. That's, yeah. That's and, you know, and nature calls and someone goes, Oi, mate, I've got a bedpan. It's going to cost you 50 bucks. I know you don't carry cash because no one does. I'm thinking on my feet here. I've already brought down my little like beep, beep. square. Yeah. <whistles> Tap and go. I think you're paying. I think you're paying fifty bucks. I think you're cleaning up. Now there's a there's an idea for young entrepreneurs. Go fucking buy a bedpans and then go pound and pound those lines. And here's a way to actually. Here's a way to really make money. Have a certain amount of bedpans. So don't have like. You come, you do the walk up, give everyone bedpans, then you walk back down the other side of the car and you take them, you take the used bedpans, you collect, and then you just hose them down, back up again. So you're really not losing on materials. You're just using the same bedpans over and over and over again. Yeah. Genius. Just wash it out, go again. Yeah. Just, a, just rent a, a bed. Who wants to rent a bed? Pack? Yes, it's a rental. It's a rental. Yep. We're not give it. We're not selling these things. We're renting. Them. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, why would you buy one? You're only going to use it once. Exactly. Rent my bedpan. Rent I wonder if bed. people are getting in lines early, then going onto Gumtree, being like, "I've got a spot near the front of this line, two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks, five hundred bucks. What do you, what's a man or woman going to pay for front of the line access? I don't know. I don't hate that idea. I saw a thing on Brown Cardigan yesterday, which is obviously a joke, but it was on like the Bondi local loop page. 
which is just like the Bondi yeah. community page. There's a lot of jokey stuff gets put yeah, in. Yeah, but it was like someone wanting to buy COVID. Like, hey, I really need to get COVID. This is like a good time to do it. Let me know. Like, happy just to share a drink bottle, have your sneeze on me, whatever the fuck you want. But, you know, I need to sort of... You know what, though, Tom? They're probably not joking because it's the 10th of January. Most people going back to work today or next Monday going, I want an extra 10 days. Yeah. Give it to me. I can tell you it doesn't feel like 10 days off, but I just think it's a better way to... I just think there's the yeah, but to, yeah, but yeah, but that's because you're a top of the heap podcaster and you enjoy your work. There's some people out there that would legitimately prefer to be sick and go back to work. <laughs> to be honest, I know jobs in the past where I'd much prefer to have COVID than fucking do them. So yeah, then a day on the tools. You know what I mean? You know what? Probably even a day on the tools. I don't mind more than like getting up at fucking four in the morning. Two in the morning. You scared? Sorry, up. two in the morning. Two in the morning. You're right. Jesus Christ. Yeah, give me COVID <laughs> over that shit. Any day of the week. But I'd like to talk some test cricket with you, Dom. Um, yeah. Dom? Your Dom? name's Tom? No, we'll uh, call me Dom. You know why I want to talk test cricket, Tom? Because it's alive and well. Yeah. You know me too well, bro. Took the words right out of me mouth. There was a photo that you posted yesterday and it pumped its fucking ass off on Hello Sport. Uh, shout out to engagement and <laughs> why we have the best. Uh of everyone crowding the bat and I'm like, you know what I love about that fucking photo is that it implies a lot to people that know what they're looking about. It implies that we need we need wickets to win the match because we're running out of time or runs, mm. either either, but usually time. You don't see that unless you're in that circumstance. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You never crowd in the bat unless that's no, what's Steph, happening. I was watching it with Steph and she was like, why don't they just do this all the time? I'm like, you know when there's like, when it's like the most tense moment of a fucking test match for the entire summer and I'm getting questions at me. Like, I don't mm. want to have to be answering questions. She's like, I'm just asking. I'm like, no, no, I understand that. We could probably, we could probably get through a lot of these questions after the game, after the facts. Yeah. You're not even really, you're reading fucking stories with Evie. But why are they doing that? Why do they do it all the time? I'm like, well, because you've got to understand that England aren't really chasing runs because they can't win. They're only just trying to save for a draw. So it doesn't really matter if they score any runs so we're crowding about to try and get a catch or, you know, a wicket of some sort. Right. So they can't win? I'm like, oh, my God, dude. I'm trying to be... Like, no, they no, they can't win. No, they can't there's, win. There's seven overs left. They so, can't win. So well, they can, so they, but they can't. So Australia won? No, 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 we haven't. We haven't. If they can't win, we aren't necessarily definitely winning. It's, it's it was a lot. Evie fucking Evie changed the channel. Um, just after Smudge got his wicket, thank Christ. But I was like, and then having I was having to frantically try not even change the channel. She hit some button on the fucking TV where it was like it took me to some place I've never been before, and I was like, oh my god, get out of here right yeah, now. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. I had Elsa just like every sort of five seven minutes been like. Do we have to listen to this? Oh, dude. I'm like, oh, Ella. you listen on the radio, eh? Oh, you remember like how five to seven minutes ago I said that this is what test cricket's all about and that I'm absolutely <laughs> loving it and that ABC Grandstand is just fucking marinating me in so much fucking glorious yarn. Remember how I said that? Well, it hasn't changed and we're still here. We're st- it's getting better. It's, it's getting better. So I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up while I 
enjoy, enjoy what test cricket's all about and that what we don't really get much of. You don't get this you don't get those moments very often, dude, at all. I would love to know, and I'm sure someone will hopefully have put a package together at some point. But like because watching it was obviously incredible. And seeing Smudge get that wicket where it was like, fuck, the overs are going down and you're basically going, Okay, like we're pretty cooked here. But then once he got that wicket, it was just everyone, the nation up and about, just it was so exciting. It was so like what the moment needed. But I imagine driving and listening and you've got the ambient crowd noise and you've got the sound of the scuffy feet on the pitch and like the, the grunt of the bowler as he's coming in trying to rip it. Mm. But then hearing them like say that he's got this wicket, like that must have yeah. just been fucking insane. It was so sick because like, you're, just, you're imagining it. Yes. As, you know Theater what I mean? So you're sort of like, and then it's sort of, you can hear all the grunts and shit, like you say, like Smith coming into bowling, and then you can hear the scuff marks, and then him like, Ugh! you can hear all you that. And then it's everything. like this moment of like, what it's happened? almost, it's it's like, it's you, there's the crowd noise and shit. You can't hear anything for like one scene. You're like, what's happened? What's happened? What's happened? What's happened? What's happened? What's happened? Oh, it's bad. What's got him? It's just so good. It's so good. It's so fucking good. It's so and it's engrossing. There's nothing so really good. like it. There's like there's no there's no other sport like it where it's you know it's not fast paced and it's not uh, Michael Morgan flick pass to Carl Felt to win the grand final in the dying second sort of shit where it's like it's all happening. Everything's up and about and da, da. it's like it's slow. You've got time to sit in it. You've got time to think about the gravity of the situation and the moment and like what's needed and. The batter has it has time to think about it. The bowler has time to think about it. Like everyone is just able to sort of allow this intensity and this tension to build and build. Yeah, well, they, that's what they were saying yesterday as well. Like that was one of their criticisms of of Nathan Lyon, and certainly I think it's been one of his criticisms. Like throughout his career, they often say this. Warren will say it a lot. They go in these big moments when we need wickets and the tension's building, like you say, you need to let the the batter fucking drown in it. Yeah. Like you're bowling too quick. Like Smudge just was bowling way too quick as well. Take your fucking time and just just move, move the fields an inch. Yes. A mill. Yeah. Just to just to fucking get in their heads, you know what I mean? Let them drown yeah. in narrative and yarn. In the overwhelming pressure that comes from like trying to save a test. And that's what at one point Usman did. Like the create the ending was so sick. We haven't even talked about Uzi's double tons, but we'll get to that. But at one point, Smith was just bowling like they were like before you'd even realize. Even the cameraman was like, "Oh shit, we got to cut back to Smith. He's already running back in." But at one point in the final over, Usman like went up to him was like, "Yo, slow it down, brother." And the commentators were even like, "Yeah, this is what was actually needed. Like Smith does not need to be just ch like the bat the batter wants this thing to be over. The batter yes. wants these things to just fire through. Like you need to like make him drown in it." Yeah. And it wasn't like, at least from what I was hearing on the radio, they'd they'd sort of they would sort of they'd they'd let us know fairly early how many overs were left in the day. I think there was like six with six overs to go. The umps had or had said that there was no more pace bowling; you could yeah. only spin it. So I don't think that they were under like any crazy time constraints, especially in the later overs. Like he should have just slowed the fucking shit out. No, nah, yeah, it wasn't a time constraint thing. Like. 
like ultimately. I mean, more like light constraint. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was it was like okay, we can only bowl fucking spin. We've got time here. There was time to bowl spin. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't was. like a get out of here before. The, like, especially when you. It was going to be a matter of minutes. Is the difference? It wasn't even that dark. No, it's that was some weak bullshit saying we couldn't bowl pace anymore. But again, I don't know because I haven't faced Stark at 150 k's. So who am I to pass? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Look, at the end of the day, as much as I fucking loved it and how glorious it was, it was disappointing we didn't get that W. Yes, it was. It was very disappointing. It was disappointing. But a I'm lot of people like, are saying that we didn't. You know, we we didn't declare early enough and stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but we did want to see Uzi get his double. Well, no, but once Uzi got his double, that was almost when you'd, if they were calling for a declaration like an earlier one. I'm just going to close these but, windows. I got a fucking some guy chopping wood, chainsaws and shit. Um, but I think I think I read somewhere that it was only like two or three overs after he got his turn. Yeah, it wasn't. Well, yeah, it wasn't. It was a few more though, and they went it, like they had a drinks break. Then they had Baggy Green got out. Then they brought in Carey, and then Carey got out. That was weird when they sent Carey out. Gets out first ball or second ball, and then first he ball. runs off and. First ball, and then he runs off, and then Cubs that's the like, fuck fucking. I didn't mind innings. that. It's I didn't like, mind that. In terms that of, was a waste of time. Well, it was a waste of time. I just didn't mind it in the sense of like, well, fuck that. We're not giving Jack Leach a look at a hat at a hat trick, but. But yeah. this, the reality is this, though. We the reality chances. is this: we had a hundred and two overs. We bowled at them one hundred and two, which is quite like, that's not nothing, bro. One hundred and two overs. You can win a fucking test match on a on a day four. Mostly day five pitch. Did we have them, um, or was that in the we had first 11, innings? We had eleven out. We had eleven overs on the fourth day. Didn't take a wicket, and then we had ninety-one overs on the on day five. And we had a couple of chances we put down. Carey dropped one. I like there was yep. we, we created enough opportunities. So, mm. but the, there is an element. Obviously, you want five nil, so you can just rub it in their fucking dumb faces with the greatest respect. Um. But there's a there's a there's an element where I'm like, that experience of the final moments of that test was so good. Like that was as good as it, as Test cricket gets. Win, loss, draw, whatever. It was as fucking engrossing as it gets. Like, obviously, a win in that scenario would have been the best iteration of what we had yesterday. But like that was such a great fucking moment. Anyway, it's like I'm happy with that. I'm actually yeah. But, I'm not. But, I'm not well, a okay. Well, think. Think about it this way. If you need to risk the possibility of a draw being an outcome in order to get cricket that good, then I'll fucking draw up all day long, baby. You yeah, know what I mean? I don't mind like, a draw if that's – if you're getting – obviously, you want to have some res- – you want results. But, like, you know, we've had results. We've pumped them in every single test. And now it's like, oh, well, that was actually quite – that was fun. That was fun. Cricket. It's now time for drama. It's mm. now time for drama and elite test cricket because we've already got the ashes. We've and already pumped you into the fucking that's earth. Kind of now what's it's time. Nice. We don't need. Now to it's give time a to be turned result. on. Yeah. Now it's time to be turned on. If that and all those fucking all those cunts from MC, uh, from Melbourne being like fucking New South Wales, it's like, brah, Sorry, we delivered you one of the great tests all time. What do you mean, people from? Oh, because of the rain. They're like, oh, oh. it's like okay. I heard this on the radio as well. Out of a possible 430, 400 and Tonka. Out of a possible 440 overs, is it? 450 overs? I don't know. Something like that. 
Maybe it's less than that because of fucking innings changes and shit. I think they bowled 389. So it wasn't like shitloads less. No. We've Lanina actually try as she may, we didn't lose that much cricket. To be honest, the England the English have been responsible for far more days lost than Lanina ever has this whole series. England's played yeah, exactly. so poorly. Exactly. First test went three days, I think. Second test went two and a half. Mate, the Melbourne test went two and a half. Melbourne test went two, two and a half, yeah. Two point five. And you're like, oh yeah, Melbourne fucking rolls out great cricket, bruh. Two and a half days. Literally, people flying down there and not getting to see any cricket. The English should be apologising for the lack of cricket played this summer, not La Nina. Exactly. La Nina tried. Right. We've beaten La Nina, except I will say that apparently it's piss and rain in fucking Tasmania. Um, well, look, I, I think that... Let's just wait and see. Yeah, we'll let's wait just wait and see on that. It'll be interesting, though, because Hobart surely suits the English in terms of more like-for-like like conditions. Day-night test, but, mate, like, that's what everyone's saying as well. Like, oh, you thought Scotty Boland was good, just has just been good, which he has. Uh, wait till he's, he's been got better a, than good, Well, bro. he's been phenomenal, but wait till he gets a pink seed in his fucking hands. I wonder if they rest Star. He's looking a bit lethargic. I heard him saying that. But he's also a pink seed specialist. Like, would he? Well, that's yeah. what I mean. That's why it's a problem because he loves pink seed. He loves the next pink test. Nut. When's the next test? Fourteenth. Dude, that's so good. I'm telling you, we got, got, got to have the fifth test in January every time. Like, Tom, you and I have been calling for it for years. They've finally listened. But is this was this I'm, a COVID decision? For just this year, and they're going to go back to it this like. You know no, I, mean? I think I think you and I have moved the needle, my friend. Fourteenth to the eighteenth. Don't give me another November test again, or I'll fucking scream. That's it's a, a promise. It's a waste of time. No one really cares. I will scream. I will scream. I will scream. And given that we're number one, me screaming makes noise. It does. So yeah. Don't make me scream. Don't make, don't make me scream. Because this is great. Like you know, usually. Usually we're done now, and it's some fucking one days, which I'll get into. But, like, you know, it's not test cricket. Now we've got another five days, and I feel like this last one will be enough. Like, there, there is – so I usually feel like after the fifth test in January, when it's usually the last, I'm still wanting a bit more. I'm not No, you're craving. You're drooling for it. You can't – you're like, what the fuck is going off? I completely agree with you. We sort of we we meander through. It's the fourteenth to the eighteenth, Tom, which gets us to day two of the Australian Open. The Australian Open sees us through to the end of the January, and then we wipe our hands of another beautiful, gorgeous, delicious, silly season, and we march forward. And we 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 tighten the belts, do up our shoelaces, do up our boots, and then yep. we get into twenty twenty two work. But that's that's exactly. But what that's we do. also like a feature of. Um, almost Gen Y, Gen Z, Gen whatever the fuck it is, millennial sort of shit where it's like I constantly need distraction to the point where I'd prefer that cricket and, and tennis overlap as opposed to have cricket, break, tennis. Like I need shit constantly going. I'm listening to one podcast, it finishes, I've got another one's already playing and I'm fucking, or I've got a screen there, I've got a screen here and I'm on my phone. Like I need to be distracted at all times so that I don't think about 
you know, so we don't go in here. So we don't go deep inside ourselves. We don't want to go in here. We don't want to go in here, Tom. We don't want to go in here. Ignore, squash down issues, ignore. This is what I like. So you you finish your rugby league. November, you you keep pure. You keep it pure for what? For punting on ponies, okay? Mm -hmm. November's for punting on ponies. Then December, you got test cricket. January, you got test cricket. Late January, you got the Australian Open. February... We take a breath, we collect, yeah. we put the heads down and we look to rugby league. Then there's a couple of preseason games, which means something to some clubs, <clears throat> Tigers. But then we start to get into our rugby league work and then what, first week in March, bang, we're back, baby. Now we're ripping and we're tearing again. It's good, it's structured, it's nice, it works. Cricket Australia makes smart decisions. Don't fucking move it again. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah. Test cricket is God in this country. It's God's summer sport. Keep it. Middle of Jan. Just keep it there. Yep. Keep it there. Won't say it again. Won't no. say it again. Now, Usman Khawaja, Tom. Could you be more emphatic? But, but like, where's he been? Could you be, could you be more emphatic? Like, yeah, I know that me and JL have had some run-ins. Yeah, I know reading the fucking tea leaves that JL was the one was like, fuck off, bro. This is all alleged. But just reading between... The lines, Tom, yep. comes back when he's given a sniff because Travis Head gets COVID and goes, uh, how does back-to-back tons sound, bruh? Just how does back-to-back same test match sound? Ridiculous. Ricky Ponting stuff. It was, it is, it was, it always will be one of the, the I guess, like the nicest fucking sights in uh, Australian sport is just... When you've got a batter out there at the top of their game, just doesn't look like getting out except for that one time where he got dropped. But, like, just phenomenal, dude. He was unstoppable. And he's, you know what, dude? Uzi's a good, Uzi seems like a cool guy. He just I seems like Uzi, like dude. A cool I'm a big fan guy. of him, bro. I've always been a fan of Uzi. He did the like LeBron maybe, celebration. Maybe we're being, maybe we're like, being critical know. of his of his overseas work in the past, but you know, you and I and this and the punter and the dribbler are fickle. But at home, in our own backyard, he's always delivered. Listen, always. you criticize. I mean, and we don't often live by this rule, but you criticize the the player, not the person. Now, you know, we call Joe Root a weak English boy. Some might say that that is criticizing the person. I disagree personally, and I'll get to Joe in a little bit actually. But Usman. I think when he did get dropped last time, he probably wasn't playing that well. But it's like, as I think Ricky Evans has been saying, he's like clearly one of the, he's clearly in the top six best batsman in the country. But he's a cool dude. He does the LeBron celebration. I'm not a big LeBron guy, you know. I don't mind the NBA peripherally, but like, sure, do a LeBron celebration. I don't give a fuck. Um, Him dancing at the MCG is a bit, you know what I mean? He's a bit of a larrick. He just looks and like he's, he's a bit, a he can have a bit of fun. You know, he's at peace with the world. Everything's good. And then, like, when, after he got his 100. Second one or first one? Second one. So, great point. Um, they, were do, they were doing a drinks break and the Flying Fox was coming down to him and how he's asking him all these questions. And just the comfortability to be like, um, he, he doesn't give the sort of the bland responses and just sort of like the, the media manager sort of shit, but he was like, he was just sort of like, oi, how he like, mate, we're still going here. I'm still going to go out and like, it was just one of those things where I think they were already talking about like, uh, you know, what are you going to do when you're bowling? Like the, uh, you know, when you're the next innings and all this sort of stuff. And it was just, 
he's just relaxed. He was funny. He's still making jokes while he's out on the field, but he's like, how are you, mate? Like, i got to still go out there and face 150Ks from Mark Wood. Like, just cool it, brother. It was just the way he is generally is just – he seems to be very funny, very relaxed, and I like his personality. It was lovely that he got his double. Like, I mean, again, a century in both innings, you are in some red-hot fucking form. He's, he's cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Fucking cool as a It seems like it's a bit of fuck it footy. Like, he just doesn't care anymore. He's like, man, fuck it. Like, I'm good. So let me play um, and I'll rip. Unfortunately, I think little Marcus Harris would be watching that going, I'm applauding sensational batting here. He's a teammate. I've got to get around him. Uzi, one of the great blokes. Like, seems to be quite loved by his teammates. Mm. Like, David Warner and shit are big fans of him, obviously. David Warner's obsessed with him. Obsessed with him. Which is saying something because I don't think David gets obsessed with many people. No. Um, but he would be sitting there going, oh, I'm fucked. Well, it better be him and he better be fucked. You know, with Who the else are they going to drop? Well, no, but they there's a – if they don't drop – like imagine if they don't drop him. Imagine if, what, imagine if they drop But him. that doesn't make any sense. It's like Travis Head has been fucking rock solid. No, tra- Travis Little Head Marcus, in, right? But I'm just saying imagine if they just don't drop it and go, well, no. This what, is and don't pick Uzi? Yeah. Bro, you need to read the room a little bit. There will be a national outcry. They know. They know better than that. They surely. It's well, it just like depends, okay. Right? How much does because yeah, but JL like now that him. now, but they've changed the structure of the side. Apparently, back in the day, as in, you know, when Uzi was let go, around that time, JL had like basically complete control of the whole side selections the way it was run, all that shit. Now they've got like, they've they've padded the like the side around him. He's got like yeah, head JL, selectors JL and doesn't, JL national doesn't. fucking performance managers and all this shit. Like George it's not Bailey. just the JL show no. now. And I think that, you know, cooler heads will prevail and the smart decision will be made. And I'm sorry, Marcus, that involves you fucking off. Yes. It is what it is, but like that's the only decision, right? Well, but like Usman opens, but also Usman, Usman, opens. Usman averages ninety six from I think his ten tests in opener. Usman opens, bro. Yeah. It's it's simple. Usman opens. Marcus Harris, you're out. And Travis also, Head, Dave Warner loves Usman. We just said it. Let's have Dave. Let's get Dave what he wants. Dave loves Uzi. Uzi loves loves Dave. him. Bro. Mate, now we've got now we've got a serious opening pair. That's fucking dangerous. I don't know how long David intends on playing for. Well, they're the same. Wilpikovsky came back earlier. Tom, he played some great cricket in Melbourne. Forty off sixty-eight seeds. Really good stuff. Really, really encouraging signs. Now, if we can get Will good and ready, Usman. I mean, he still looks young. I know he's thirty-five, but he looks young. He looks young, and looks he looks young. Where it's and you know, if you look point. young, it's because you feel young, yeah, Tom. Yeah. He feels young to me. I think you hang him around. He's a nice little transition for everyone. I mm. think it, it works. I'm just going to plug the laptop in. That's all right. And then, uh, assuming you can still hear me, obviously, Dave has a Ken, use, yes. Dave has a use by date. Usman has a use by date, just age wise. But you're right. You bring in the Balkan Bulldog once he gets his head right, head pending, and then they're like, "Oh, who else?" I, without paying much attention, but I've just heard his name back in the sort of. Uh, the halls of power, if you will. Rennie? Maddie Renshaw, the turtle. <laughs> I've heard the turtle mentioned as well, Tom. Mate, I'm and you know what? Rennie's Rennie's um 
I think he's picked up his because he was obviously slow as fuck, dour cricketer or batter, which I don't mind. But you know, slow to accumulate runs, which you know is what you want in terms of seeing lacquer off nut. But since the he's gotten to a bit of his big bash work, I think he now. You know, he's freed himself up to sort of his wagon wheel has increased, and I think he's happier to play his shots, Eddie. Now, do I know that for any fact at all? Absolutely no, not. No, you don't. No, you Absolutely don't. But you, but you but you, can run your eye over a wagon wheel, Tom. Yeah. And you I can like watch- wagon wheels, buddy? Sometimes, well, you, you, you know, you don't mind a wagon wheel yourself. You can spot a wagon wheel. He's like, he's freed the shoulders, the strike rate's going up, and he's scoring all around the ground, and that's what we need. Matty Renshaw, I think, is still pretty young, isn't he, Tom? Correct me if I'm wrong. I'd say he'd be in the sort of mid twenties range. Let's let's just do a quick little hop on the Google machine. Are you doing well, it? When does a test? When does it? I'll do it. When does a test cricketer peak? 27, 28? 27, 28, 29, 30. Perfect. I'd say. Now, Matty Renshaw's only twenty-five. Tom. There you go. Now I do acknowledge he's English-born. I don't know when he moved here. Nah, but see, he's already played for. Australia, so I'm cool with it. And he was sort of English-born. I think he moved out here early, so I'm sort of like, fuck it, you know? Moved to New Zealand when he was seven. Works for us, Tom. Works for us. Then to Australia when he was 10, he's fine. That's fine. That's fine. He's fine. He's absolutely fine. It actually works. And, I think that he went to New you know Zealand a little bit, first. a little, a little bit of Ayataya, a little bit of Ayataya row on the way through is fucking good for the side. Oh, it's good for you. It'll help you. It'll help you no end. But it's also nice that he's more of a child of the world as opposed to having his roots <laughs> anywhere specifically. So, you know, it's not something where it's like, oh, he's English because he was born in. It's like, yeah, but he's, he's bounced around. He's an international cat. Yeah, he's an international cat. That's right. You're dead right. But I think we're in good hands, bruh. Bring on the future. We look good. We look yeah. rock solid. Yeah. We look nice. Now, um, I wanted to just quickly touch on Joe Root before we get back to just sort of a couple more things uh, Australian related. Now, I know we bag out Joe Root a lot, which we do, and which, you know, he doesn't score tons in Australia and all that jazz. I think Joe seems like he might be one of the nicest humans on earth. And I've found myself, and obviously this probably comes with the uh, relaxing of the shoulders. You know, once you've got the ashes locked away, you're like, I start to feel sorry for him at some point in these post-match press conferences where he just looks sad. But he just seems like a really nice guy who unfortunately... Captain's one of the shittest cricket teams of all time, uh, and he can't. And he's terrified of Australian conditions. But as a person, seems like he's a great individual. Well, he was. Yeah, I mean, he's born in the wrong era, right? Like sometimes you're born into a period, and it's it's quite often for the English, unfortunately, where you're not surrounded by very good cricketers, mm. and it's hard to captain a side of fucking straight up losers. Let's be honest. <laughs> Like, and they can't seem to get their selections right either. I mean, Johnny Bairstow, where the fuck's he been? Yeah. Like, let's not pick Johnny. Let's not pick Stuart Broad, who took a five for like, what are you doing? What are you, where are your heads at collectively? You don't know what the fuck you're doing. So he's surrounded by weakness everywhere, not just on the playing side, but on the selection side as well. So I do feel sorry for him in that regard. He's obviously scored a mountain of, of runs. He's, he's talented as fuck batsman. But you're right. He seems like a nice bloke. 
a leader of men, probably not, but he seems like a great guy. Seems like a really good guy, not a leader of men. Tell you what, the English have picked up where they left off with ducks as well. I don't know how many they've got already in 2022, but I think it's like three or four. Oh, mate, I think they've got their eyes on the – it's like, you know, Penrith, they went so close, they came back and they 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 took the chockies. Liverpool in the Premier League when they scored like the most points of all time only to finish second behind Man City. They came back the next year, they dominated, they won. I see the English having got so close, equaling the record, coming out this year and, and doing a job. They go 55, 56, 57. Ducks. 57. Maybe, maybe, they, maybe they push it out, something that will never be achieved. Maybe they go 60, 70, 80. 80 maybe they ducks. go big. Yeah. Well, I hope so for their sake because that's quite an achievement um, to have. They do already hold the record, but to have the undisputed record. Well, they hold the undisputed record, two English teams. Um, but maybe they want to go one better and just put it Well, out wouldn't like, it be disputed? Well, no. They held they, the disputed record? Well, it's England hold the undisputed record because... Yes. But that, but that team, side... No. That side, would you say that's disputed? I think you just say they they have equaled the record. But if it's undisputed, if they break it, would it currently be disputed? Well, it's not disputed because the record is theirs. But I think, I think that's more around like champions and shit. So you could say they aren't the undisputed shittest team of all time from a Ducks-based perspective because there is another team that was just as shit from a Ducks-based perspective. They're not undisputed Duck champions. Glad we cleared that up. Yeah, I think, no, no, I think that was important that we uh, cleared that up. Um, Carey's dropping a few balls. I think it's okay. I'm not. I'm not too concerned. Some are. They spent a lot he's, of time. He was. Talking he, well, about I think Carey's he was keeping. pretty. He's been pretty rock solid up until this test, though, right? I think so. But then they were. T- they were I feel like I must have missed something in the last test where he dropped a couple as well, or at least he dropped some. I don't know. I'm. I'm like. I'm not too concerned about it, but I'm also like, don't drop catches. No, but I think Alex knows that. I think Alex knows that. Well, then if he doesn't, then someone ought to tell him before he gets, you know, dropped. dropped. But he knows his job. It's It's got to be keep first, score, score, score run second. Not like he's scoring a mountain of them, but you make your catches, bruh. Simple as that. No, he ain't On keepers, Tom. On keepers, as the sun comes out here in Avoca, I haven't heard Tim Payne's name mentioned once. No, well, I think it's, and we'd said that before. We'd forgot that he existed. Um, I, but but now that we've said that, now that you and I touched on that, it still hasn't been mentioned. No, I think Tim it's went. It's like he doesn't it. exist. Well, I think Tim just went fuck it. Like I'm taking some time off. I don't need this bullshit. I understand that, but I'm not talking about Tim saying something. I'm talking about Tim being mentioned in conversation. I don't think anyone's considering bringing Tim out of, uh, you know, uh, not even retirement necessarily, but just bringing him back. I don't think that. No, but I mean more like, oh, fucking Tim would be proud of the boys. Yeah, right. Okay, just even like, uh, I hope Tim... Hasn't been, it's like, it's... Don't mention his name. Don't mention the war, which is, I think, a saying from wartime. I don't know. I've heard people say it before. Uh, yeah, yeah, look, I feel sorry for Tim. I think Tim probably deserves a mention every once in a while in circles. Maybe privately he gets mentioned, I don't know, with the boys. Maybe they text him, maybe he's part of the WhatsApp. 
Is he still in the WhatsApp? Maybe. Fuck. Imagine that. I'd like does to hope he's... How does that work, though? Because as the team rolls on, like, do you get removed? Like, imagine if you get dropped. How long do you have to be dropped for before you're out of the WhatsApp? And do you Is Joe know Burns still you, in the WhatsApp? Do you know when you get removed from a WhatsApp? Hmm. I think or, you must. Or do you, or do you just sit there and you, and you just one day it dawns on you that you've stopped getting notifications? I think you know. I think you know. I think you know. I think it says you've been removed from the chat. Oh, it and does. And you basically say that. have access, I think, to everything from when you were involved in it. So it does say you've been removed. I think it does. As opposed to you guessing you or guess. assuming. Oh shit! Am I in? Am I not? And when when do you get added back in? Like, well, are you in it if you're in the setup but you're not playing? Like, if you, are you in it if you're running waters? Or have you got to be in the eleven? Or have you been? No, I think you're in it if you've been selected in like the squad. In the squad. But say, Len, they've got a tour of uh, like. I think they're playing Pakistan or somewhere Pakistan. like in March. The UAE. The UAE. Yeah. Well, it might be in Pakistan. They're talking about it. But anyway. Oh, back to Pakistan. There's talk. Yeah. I don't know. How long's that been? Long time. Long time. Long. What, 20 years? You, that's a Dior. That's a 100% Dior. I don't know. But what I'm saying is if you get, say you're in this Ashes squad and you don't get picked for the tour of the UAE, are you now out of that WhatsApp group? And the- I would assume so. I think it's see you later, bro. Or do they start a new one for every tour? I don't think so. That's a way to avoid awkwardness. And yeah, then- but then you've got like fucking how many, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And then you've got those losers who are like, is that like, hey, but is in- that like a memory? Well, but you know what I mean? Is then it you've got those like, losers oh, remember like- what we talked about here in yeah. fucking England in 2019? Old jokes. Oh, yeah. Here, like, think about Joe Burns from like the, the last year's India tour. He's still in there like going, oh, how about, you know, that time Rashad Pert? And everyone's like, we don't really use this chat group anymore, Joe. We've moved on. We've got a new chat group. It saves having to actually remove them. You can just like, you know, everyone's got old chat groups where like sometimes it'll ping and you're like, nah, not for me. And who's in charge of it? Is the captain? That's an admin shit show if ever I've seen one. Lots to think about. Lots to think about. Sock, Rick, maybe Sock could tell us. Sock could tell us. But it was, was Sock pre-WhatsApp being a main thing? I think it might have been. I think, I think Sock's... Yeah. Sock was pre. You reckon pre- too WhatsApp. early. What did they do back then? They would have done something. An email chain, maybe. Not as not as useful. No, not as useful. But they would have done something. I'm sure of that. The Novak situation rolls on. Uh, Where are we at with that? So he is, I think, in court today. Might even be worth a little Google to see if anything's happened. But he's in court today. He had COVID already, and he thought that that somehow got him an exemption. I don't know. Don't take anything I'm saying with, on this with any fucking authority because I haven't looked into it because I'm not that interested. But I am in the sense that it is like the biggest bumbling shit show, and it's actually embarrassing uh, for the nation, I think, because it seems like we're trying to like – it seems like it's become it's become really political – and like trying to, you know, ScoMo's tweeting, you know. So like, basically, so his lawyers are arguing. Do you want me to give you a bit of a rundown yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, found yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, it's please, currently please. going on. This is 42 minutes ago. Basically, the argument is that Novak Djokovic tested positive for COVID-19 on December 16, 2021, not that long ago. 
He says that under ATAGI advice that, that exempts him from being vaccinated for six months. I thought that was true. Um, this is the aid, uh, this is the advice he's referring to. COVID nineteen vaccination in people who have had PCR confirmed SARS COVID COV two infection can be deferred for a maximum of six months after the acute illness as a temporary exemption due to acute me major medical illness. However, the Home Affairs Minister, Karen Andrews, says previous infection with COVID-19 is not considered a medical contradiction for COVID-19 vaccination in Australia. Right, which is Djokovic that to me seems insane because it's like... Djokovic disputes that and the Commonwealth disputes him. So basically, he's arguing that on this advice from the ATAGI that he shouldn't need to get it and they're saying that he has to get it. I, look, I did, for me, I don't understand why the government's trying to die on this hill. Wouldn't you just? Wouldn't you just go? You know what? This is going to turn into a fucking shit show. Novak Djokovic, like it or lump it, is the best tennis player in the world. He's good for bums on seats. He's good for the tournament. And the outcome is that we look like some tyrannical fucking mess where we're nitpicking over all this bullshit. Like if he's got proof that he had COVID and there's the medical advice saying that he shouldn't get a vaccine within six months of that period, then go fucking good on ya. But the thing is, I think that... I What's think, the problem? I think that... And, it, I mean, it would make sense to me, and I've heard that before as well. You don't want to get too into the fucking weeds around, like, what you do and don't do or what is good for you and what isn't good for you because we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But, like... I'd heard that if you've already had it, you've got antibodies, and so getting a vaccine is unnecessary, as they're saying, for six months at least, like for however long your antibodies last. But then also, like, it could almost be bad for you because it's like giving you extra, whatever the fuck it is, extra virus or extra spike protein or whatever the fuck they want to call it. But, like, so you're better off waiting till you don't have any of the antibodies, then you get the vaccine. But I don't think that's the rule in Australia. So if they were going to go to, if they were to go with him, all right, fuck it. Yeah, you can do it. You've already had it. Then they're basically setting a precedent for everyone else in the country, even though we're I vaccinated. I was under the impression that was already an existing. I don't think so. I think if you've here. already had it, you still needed to get vaccinated. Like you, there's no fucking vaccine passport where you can go into a pub well, and be like, oh, see, I already had COVID. Well, think about this, Tom. Can I? Can I? Can I make a point? Why can't you get the booster? Like, it's basically like getting the booster a month after having your vaccination. And they're like, well, that's dangerous. Well, what's the difference? In terms of... Uh, so he's saying? arguing that he had COVID, which is like getting the vaccine, sort of. Well, it's right? And I think it's even that more. Then they're saying it's unsafe to get the booster for at least four months, right? It was six months. It's been moved into four months. He's arguing that he had COVID a month ago and that getting the vaccination would be unsafe. So, on, And they're saying, well, no, it's not. But you already are saying that because you don't want people getting the booster and within a four-month time period. So you are saying that, but you're not saying it in this situation. Yeah, Does that make right. sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I, I understand what you're saying. Um, that's, the, that's the problem with this whole thing is it's just like it doesn't seem like <laughs> – it doesn't seem like it's really based on medicine and medical advice. It's based on like political uh, sort of point scorey sort of like, well, we've got to keep our borders tight and this is the rules for everyone and da -da. like 
it doesn't seem like it's it doesn't seem like it's uh, it's sort of in in the logic side of things. Now, who the fuck knows though? I just think it's embarrassing. Like, and also that he's being kept in like a detention center. Like, and also you know what else? Isn't there people? But you know what's fucked? Isn't there people that have been there for nine, nine fucking years. years? Yeah, dude. And we didn't. You don't even really know about it. Like that was actually the saddest realization. I saw something where My. It was like someone rocked up to go and protest. Djokovic being held in there and then they realised that people had been in there for like nine years and they were like I just feel bad that I didn't even know that and I was coming here to protest like a fucking tennis player there's people that have been in there for nine years they don't fucking years. tell you anything our Dude, borders are so fucked up 15 they are there's, there was like a guy I saw a guy like standing at the window holding a sign he was like I was put in here when I was 15 I'm 22 what the fuck is going on that you are doing that to a person that is crazy in a hotel. And they just don't even talk about it. It's just like, what for, Like, how long are they there for? How long are they there for? Forever? What? Are we keeping people? That's, pe- that's people fucking prison, prisoners who haven't really, they might have like, they've, they've done the wrong thing by trying to like jump the queue to get out of a fucking war-torn country though. They're not bad. Like, well, but if they've got refugee status, then they shouldn't be treated like that. No one should be treated like that anyway. Julian Assange was in that Ecuadorial fucking, it's probably a similar setup. And he's like violently ill now. Yes. He's not in a good way. No, and his was like, you know, I've, uh, like he wasn't trying to escape a war-torn country. No, but I'm saying the, I'm saying the effects of being kept in that environment well dude you see like again like they're like a lot of them are like I'd prefer to go back to the fucking at least I was free like send me back to the war torn country where I could just get killed for being myself because at least I was free now I'm locked down in a goddamn hotel room probably eating shit it's like the food's nice what sunlight would you get that's that shit that shit is it's very much hidden from us like our so border hidden. protection it's disgraceful bro that's the that's the most disgraceful bit about it that everyone's up in arms at fucking novak probably close to a billionaire is locked down for 72 hours or you know a week or whatever it is in this hotel and there are literally people in there that have been there for 7 9 years you know what it is tom the whole thing it's just it's a shit show. It's a shit show. How the fuck do we have people allowing that to happen? Like there's, I can't understand a way that you'd be able to explain to me that that is a reasonable treatment for human beings in a hotel. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, we'll see what happens with Novak today. Should, I think it'll, I don't know. I don't know what the go is. No, that's our human. People rights. are saying he's got fucking no hope. Well, they're saying that even if he uh, wins in court, the government are just gonna they can just still deny him. So it's like, what's the point? It's so petty. Surely it's got to be more to do with them trying to deny him getting Roger's record or beating Roger outright. <laughs> you know, like that's uh, nothing else makes sense to no, me. Tom, this really. has got to be this has got to be like big. This has got to be this has got to be Federer or the Swiss motivated. government. Is it Swiss? Is, is Roger Swiss? Is Roger Swiss? Yeah, Tom, come on. Well, you know what I mean. Got COVID. He's is rough as Spaniard. <laughs> Spaniard. Is rough as Spaniard? Hurus. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, Eddie. I think that's us. I think that's probably us. Um, shout out to the punter and the dribbler. Um, we continue to roll despite COVID, despite everything, uh, despite the human rights violations that go on. 
on our shores and off. I don't know, dude. <laughs> nice, buddy. Yeah. Nice way to finish. Does a good rap, right? Uh, love the punter. Love the jubilee. Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs>